Hello everybody, welcome to Category 5, the perfect storm of sports podcasting. Here's, and we got Tom Tramano with us as my co-host. What's going on, buddy? Not a whole lot, it's raining here over in Palm Harbor. It's been downpour of like 5 o'clock-ish, and I think you got your band of it at like 6-ish. Yeah, I was around 5.36-ish. Don't know exactly what time it was, but... We're, we weren't even sure if we were going to do a show because of it. <laughs> but here we are. Yep, gotta love it. But this episode, we're going to start out a little different here. We are going to start out with a moment of silence for September 11th. As most of y'all know that what happened on September 11th. So we're just going to say a quick prayer for them, the people that are involved everything so we're gonna start the moment of silence alright and actually, Tom here has a story he would like to share with you. Alright, so, for those that do uh, know me, uh, my sister lost her husband, my brother-in-law, and his father. He's a fireman who spots the buildings. I got I read these on my dresser. These are actual rocks from the site. Back then, it was called Rivers uh, Bowl, and uh, Pit, whatever it was. But uh, I had an opportunity today. It was actually nice to go to the Curl Hills Memorial like I do every year here in Palm Harbor. And for those that don't know, um, sadly my father passed on my brother's birthday, July 23rd. He was probably the biggest um, rock that we'll hope we'll for. So in a positive light, not to keep it in a depressing way, uh, I had a candle from his service this past August that I brought with me to the site. Kind of probably broke the rules of the memorial as I leaned over to the eternal flame and lit my father's candle uh, from the flame as a nice little tribute to the two of them. But it was, I posted a video of it on Facebook today. It was a nice little touch. Uh, a little different, a little touch of it. That's that. These are actual rocks. All right. Let's show go on. Hi. Hello, Brandon Walker. What's going on? Thanks for sharing the video, like always. Hello, Ellen, and hello, Justin, and of course, hello, and of course, you know we have Hyder Bedley. I'm not sure if he's going to be on camera yet or if he's going to do it over the phone. But as most y'all know, that the NFL is starting today, so I'm going to start out with our picks on this game. The um, text is it the Texans? I know it's the Chiefs. Let me see here. Alright, it's the Texans and the Chiefs. I'm thinking the Chiefs are going to win this one. I don't know about you, but I'm thinking the Chiefs are going to win this. I'd have to go with the Yankees. The Yankees always win. <laughs> of course, you go with the Yankees. But, we'll, we'll, we'll cover the rest of the game if we got time. So... Let's get I'll abstain from tonight's game. I don't really have a rooting interest in it either way, so 
Yeah, it's not our, it's not the Buccaneer, so I really don't care who wins, to be honest. So let's get into some hockey. Of course. Good start. Yeah. Of course, the the Golden Knights and the Canucks played yesterday night. Of course. Stars. 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 Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> I don't, I'm looking at the wrong one here for some reason. But the Stars came in with a 1-0 lead in the playoffs. Well, the Golden Knights just crushed the Stars. I don't know what happened there with the Stars. I guess they fell apart. I mean, Robin Lehner looks like he got himself a contract extension. I just saw that come up on the news about a half hour ago. I think they're going to be extending him five years at five five million a year. Uh huh. So it looks like the flurry here is officially going to be over. Oh wow! And I actually got a question here. I I'm not being biased on this, and this question that comes from Justin, by the way. Who's going to be better in years, Point, McDavid, or Bosser, if I said his last name correctly? Bozer, or however you say it. I think it's going to be hard for anybody to touch McDavid right now. Uh, guys on an elite level. I mean, Point has been playing lights out this whole playoff. Uh, my other fan brother in New York. Just made mention to me and another friend of mine that Point is a beast, and then he came out today and said Bassett's a beast. But boy, see, I don't know too much about the third guy. Uh, I would probably go with David 1.2 and just by default because I don't know him. The third guy, number three, obviously. Yeah, I don't know him either. So I'm going to have to say Point. And my reason be that, I mean, they're both good. That's a t actually a tough one to call. That's a really good question. Points, like you said, Pointsman lights out. I think he's gotten faster after his injury. To be honest, he doesn't look. He looks a whole lot better than what he did. To be honest, but yeah, they, they said they said on the radio yesterday that he looks exactly what you said. He looks faster than he's been. The time off, uh, the extra time off to heal from his injury, it looks like helped his, uh, you know, maybe workouts and, and strengthening, and he's quicker. I think that in the McDavid point argument, the, the, the thing that will hurt point the most is he's got a better supporting cast, so he, that'll kind of track from him being, McDavid is kind of doing it on his own for the most part, whereas point is getting a lot of help from a lot of talented skilled players. I mean, next five years will tell the tale, but I think right now, based upon no supporting cast, much as I love Pointer, I'd have to go make the film. Yeah, I mean, it's a close one. What's going on, Ron Pisco? Good to see oh, you Oh, Pisco's here. in the house. Yep. Uh, third one is the key young pieces for Vancouver. Well, I'm not much into Vancouver, so... I haven't heard a whole lot come out of Vancouver, so. So. Oh, the third guy you're talking about? Yeah, it's the third guy he. So, as you know, the Lightning and the 
Islanders played once again. They'll play tomorrow night at 8 p.m. also. But I got to touch up on this subject. Um, you you asked me what happened to our last night. You were listening to it on the radio, so you can't really say unless you've seen videos of it. But yeah, I might probably send the video today. Kalorn gets a one-game suspension. Well, you can pretty much say a two-game because he was out most of the last game. So you yeah. might as well just say almost two-game suspension. But, that I mean, I think a five-minute major would have done it. I don't think he, like I argued with somebody today, I don't think he done it intentionally to hurt the player. But I can understand the respect. I mean... The call of it, because it was a dangerous play. It was a dirty hit, because it was far. The puck was way down the ice when he got hit. So I, I like the call. I agree with the suspension. But on the other hand, with Boston and all these other players, the hit that they did to the Lightning and didn't get suspended, I think they need to stick to it and call it fair for all teams. I'm with you on that. I think the, the precedent of them not doing anything is the reason that the suspension shouldn't have occurred. Uh, as you mentioned, I didn't see it live. I was driving the first period yesterday. My brother sent me the video today. Uh, it's a lot different than... I'd be more apt to the suspension if it was straight to the back into the glass. Uh, I only watched once, but it looked like it was a shoulder to the shoulder and, you know kind of vaulted momentum into the glass. So I, I don't see it like a blind side directly into a glass thing more than a momentum thing, but I'll be okay with the suspension right now with the Series 2-0. I'd rather have it happen now than a you know, Game 5, 6, or 7 situation where it's more do or die, do or die. we have a two-game lead. I'll go without him for one game, but really my opinion shouldn't happen, especially considering that they didn't penalize the other guys. Yeah, Ellen actually over here put the word I was looking for. Thank you, Ellen. Inconsistent. That was the word. The safety board is inconsistent. Exactly. Thank you for... So, as many point, I haven't got an update on point. But I'm going to bring this up real quick. Point is possibly injured. He walked off the bench... And I think the third period, um, what, this extent of it, I don't know yet. I don't know if you heard anything, but he might not be playing tomorrow. Um, I'm not sure. I don't know if you heard anything on point or not, but I know personally I haven't. I haven't, but that's going to be, that's going to be two roster spots that you got to fill now. Yeah. I mean, this team is stacked, but we definitely got outplayed in this game. We definitely got oh. out, outplayed, just totally dominated. So, like, me and actually Ron Pisco were talking. He's like, don't count us out. Exactly. Do not count the Islanders out. They are too hard of a team to count out. Look at what happened in these other series. Went to seven after starting out two and three and one. 
So there's not a team to count out. So, I mean, they're going to be a tough team down the stretch. If we keep playing like we did last night, oh, Lordy, we're in for a tough series. Especially, you know, being down men at this point. Uh, point, Kalorn, you know, Stamkos has already been ruled out for all series. And I'm not counting them out. I mean, it, you're right. They did uh, They did outplay us yesterday. Uh, I saw a meme today, you know, it was a funny one that the Alders have outskated us and had the lightning on their heels for three periods and then the last eight seconds happened. So I'm not going to count them out. Uh, we'll call it, you know, the Yankee rule. It's not over till it's over. I mean, everybody thinks you're going to win all throughout until the actual finals or championship happens. It's not real life. Um, but they're a tough team. They're going to be tough to contain. Um, obviously, tomorrow night is huge for them. It's a Huge difference, 3-0 versus 2-1. And if there's one chance that they're going to have to get themselves back in, it's with our guys down. Uh, but we'll see what happens tomorrow and kind of continue from there. Yep. And you are right. We are actually down 3-4. Killer point and stamp goes. Yeah, you're right about that, Ellen. But I got to make mention, I brought it up to Tom here. Um... So, I brought it up to Tom the other day. You know where I'm going. Uh, supposedly, this co our coach was being mean to Stamkos, I believe it was. Well, he found that on this person, no names, but uh, found it on the internet. Let me tell you again, I dressed it before, and I'll dress it again. Everything you read on the internet is not true. Make sure you're going to reliable sources. NHL.com, NFL.com, MLB.com. Not everything you see is true on the internet. Just like Stamkos left the bubble. I addressed that. Stamkos is there with the team. So that right there proves not everything you read on the internet is true. So before you assume something, make sure you go and compare it to reliable sources. Not this, I see it on the internet and must be true. Um, I had to get that off my chest. Because that was brought up to me. Kind of a rant, you can say. But... Well, you're, you're totally right. I mean, there's a lot of reliable sources and a lot of good people out there that get good information. Uh, the problem is there's, there's also a lot of amateur broadcast journalists that want to try and get that first strike or that great news story and will prematurely release it uh, without vetting sources. No perfect example of this, I don't know if you remember, about two years ago. Within a matter of 20 minutes, there were 40 posts about uh, Carlson. The, the Tampa had Corey Carlson at the trade deadline or, or I forget what, it, what summer or whatnot. And it was all over the place. Everybody was just reposting and retweeting and all that. Half hour later, you know, it came out that none of it was true. So, I mean, you're right. Just keep keep looking and, and getting your sources from reliable people or sources. 
there's too many people who jump the gun to try and be the first to report it, and then it winds up blowing up in their face. Yeah, and it's just like the um, Bubba Wallace situation. You probably don't know much about it, but you've probably seen it circulating around, too. Where the NOS that they found, which was a truly a NOS in the garage, was a timing belt for the car. And people were spreading that, circulating that around, and it's just like, are you serious? Wait till NASCAR.com comes out with something. A true, liable source. At Bubba Wallace, that was the guy that owned the shrimp company and had that Jenny as a girlfriend, right? Um, I know, I'm not sure. Oh, that was Bubba Gump. That's right, that's right, Bubba Gump. I got some confused. Yeah, that was Bubba Gump. <laughs> but, Sorry about that, Bubba Wallace. No, you're good. But, yeah, Bubba Wallace drives for Richard Petty, which he's no longer going to drive for Richard Petty. Ellen says, he Hello. Hello, Ellen. So, let's... I'm not going to spoil the game on how the outcome is. I'm going to go through the scoring and the stats. So, the scoring... Stats and facts. Hashtag stats and facts. Yep. So, first period, the Islanders score a minute 24 in and lead in the series. I mean, perfect jump for the Islanders. That's what the Islanders needed. So, especially after that first game, it was an embarrassment. Yeah, it, it definitely was. So, still in the first, Hedman, the assist goes to Goodrow, and we tied it up. I forgot to write down the time for that one, my bad. Oh, we, that was just a per lucky bounce, it hit off the went crossbar and went in. There was no chance of catching that one. So that's how we come out after the first period. That first period was icky. Did not look good at all. I uh, was getting a little nervous for our boys because they were not playing. Well, I mean, they used they used up so much steam in that first game. I mean, you score eight goals. You know, I've, I've seen... Obviously, being from Long Island, I got a lot of Islander contacts, too, and uh, there was a lot of the, you know, we, we had one day to rest and travel and all that, you got to rest for a week. I mean, not to pick on them, but they had a 3-1 lead, too. They could have rested also. Granted, obviously, Philly was a harder opponent for them than Boston was for us, but, you know, every once in a while, you're going to have a tank game, and the Islanders came out strong, came out firing, uh, game two, played uh, out. As you mentioned earlier, they outplayed us. And in games like that, you know, Cooch's goal was a pretty goal, but a lot of the times it'll come down to an ugly goal that is the one one of winning it because teams are just on top of each other playing so tough that it's always that, you know, cringy goal that doesn't. You know, that wasn't the case yesterday, but, yeah. you know, they definitely outplayed us yesterday. The series is far from over. Oh, yeah, Definitely. So, there was no goals in the second period. It was 1-1. One one. Third period, Cooch. The assist goes to McDonough in 19.51. And the Lightning win 2-1. Eight seconds left on the clock. What, what a goal. 
I mean, that was close, came down to the wire. Both teams were playing, you know, decent in that. But I'll have to admit, I'll have to give credit where credit's due here. Fassi is the one that kept us in this. Yes. Especially with that five-minute major penalty. Some awesome saves by Vassy. A difference. It's night and day versus last year. I mean, we defensively collapsed against Columbus in round one last year, and Vassy literally had to stand on his head. He couldn't do it alone. Uh, a year later, we have this solid core of defensemen, all these new guys that have more grit that take a lot of that pressure off Vassy and give him freedom to be Vassy without all the added pressure and added shots that he had to do last year. But Vassy himself held us, held us in a game yesterday and then Cooch finally put away with eight seconds to go. Yeah. So, of course, we win. So now I'm going to go through the stats here. The shots on goal... 28 to 21 Islanders. We need to sh we didn't shoot the puck very well either. Especially on them power plays that we got. We just for some reason we like to shoot the we like to pass the puck on power plays. I don't know what it is with this team, but we love to pass the puck. Pretty play, pretty play. Mm-hmm. So the face-off... What's amazing to me, though, is, uh, you know, and, and we have the skill and talent for the pretty play, but, you know, night and day, like you mentioned, in game one, I think there was a stat that, I think it was like 58 minutes we went without a shot that didn't go on net, and then yesterday we just weren't putting shots on net. So you have one game where literally 58 minutes every shot is going on net, and then Yesterday, I feel like 30 minutes, we weren't even taking shots. Exactly. It's like, at the end of the first, we only had four shots on goal. Well, which was pathetic. They had, I believe, 12. But, uh... Hold on one second here. So, the face-off percentage, 55.6, Uh... Somewhat, we need to do better, a little bit better on face-offs. That's another problem. We weren't winning face-offs. Power plays. They got a good, solid core uh, of forwards on the island. I mean, Trotz has always been a defensive type guy, so he's probably put so much work into those centermen uh, as far as their... And this is not taking anything away from Cook. But he's probably put so much work in those sentiment to, to get that face off down to control the play. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Power plays, they were 0 for 4. We were 0 for 3. We're back on that. And we need to stay out of the freaking box. Plain and simple. Over stupid penalties, too. Some of them are avoidable. Some of them are, I hate to say, Toronto based. Uh, and, and I'll throw this out there. I'm not sure if Pisco's still with us. I know he was talking on some post about Kalorn needing two games, or it should be more. <laughs> Another reason why I don't think the suspension should have come on, aside from the shoulder to shoulder, and you know, not a direct hit to the glass. Uh, Nelson came back and obviously played the rest of the game. If it was a circumstance that Nelson was out the whole game, I'd put more credence to suspension. 
if the guy really wasn't that hurt, then he was able to return. Oh. Yeah, we have Hydra with us. What's going on? Hydro is in the building. Yep. Turn your volume up. See if that don't help. There he goes. Uh, so I don't know what's I don't know what's going on, but it must be his volume. He might not be able to hear us or something. I don't know what's going on. Sorry, guys. But uh. So the penalty minutes, we had 28, they had 13. The biggest one was the 10 minute misconduct play penalty. Um, the hits were 53-44, the Islanders. The blocks were 24-15. The giveaways were 23-18. And Biggest giveaway was the end of the game when they fed the talk right to McDonough who sent it to Cooch. Yeah, that's what turned the game around. Uh, and the takeaways was 5-7. to seven. So let's try this again. Hopefully this time. Yeah. There we go. Hydro is back in the I, I had to fix the audio. Yeah, I noticed. Because you were really low. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't know why you know, I was. So, what's going on, buddy? Uh, nothing. How y'all doing? Doing pretty good. Doing alright. So, what? <laughs> Hello, Christopher. So, let's see. Hi, Christopher. Of course, he found, finds it now. But, so, but to wrap, up, to wrap up the game, the game was okay. Not really, it was hard fought, physical. What would you say about the game? Oh. oh. About which game? No, I, I was talking to Tom here. Oh, okay. My apologies. No, you're fine. <laughs> what was the question? Well, basically, what was your take from away from this game? Uh, I mean, obviously, you got... We, I don't want to say lucky because we got the skilled, talented players. And I, I said out with my buddy when we were watching the game last night, I had that feeling of another Tyler Johnson seven-second moment. It ultimately came true. Um, but we got our plate. I mean, we got, we got to play better than that. We got to game up another level for game three. Even though we have a commanding lead right now, um, you can't stay on that level. And you have to make up for the bodies that you've lost. Um, obviously, it's a different game than it was in Game 1. One thing I want to add with Game 1, uh, and I said this to my other friend I was watching with, I've never seen a circumstance where a horn goes off in the middle of a play and they call a goal from 45 seconds before. Never seen that before. No, I haven't either. So, alright, let's go ahead and get into some MMA news, wrestling news here. Of course, with Hydro. So yeah. what? What kind I'm just of? Kind of down to do what? So what kind of good news do you got for us this week? Well, for the I'm gonna go MMA first. It's like it's 
pretty much right around the corner for, you know, tomorrow night. Uh, Bellator comes back for a doubleheader. Uh, Bellator 245 tomorrow night and 246 on Saturday. So check that out on uh, Well, hold on. We have a little. You're there we go. We lost Hydra. Did you lose me? Yep. Hydra, I don't know if it's the connection that you have. It looks like you're a gasker. Looks like you got the. Oh, well. I'm finished. <laughs> so I don't know if it's that Hollywood connection that keeps knocking us off. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what's going on. Hang on a minute. Let me try to fix the wife right here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let me let you guys run the show for two minutes. I'm going to take a quick run. All okay. right. All right, so, so go ahead. Oh, we, we, there we go. Uh, <laughs> sorry about these technical issues tonight. Yeah, I didn't realize, realize that we were having that much technical issue until someone says something about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, where did I leave off at? You were talking about um, MMA, I believe. Okay. So, yeah, Bellator MMA is coming, is uh, supposed to be returning this weekend, Friday and Saturday. Bellator 245. Phil uh, Davis versus Leo Machida 2 on Friday. And on Saturday, it's. Uh, Juan Archuleta for, uh, versus Patrick Mix for the Bacon. And also, uh, UFC on ESPN is also the, uh, Saturday. Uh, Michelle Waterson against uh, Angel. So, uh, this past weekend was also uh, uh, UFC. Of course, UFC is hitting it kind of strong. But, uh, oh, uh, well, we also heard, you know, about Brock Lesnar, you know, how he was, he left yeah. WWE and stuff, like, a lot of speculation about him coming back to, uh, UFC. Well, a lot of heavyweights want him as back back. So... Well, we'll see what happens. Knows, uh, do what? I said we'll have to see what happens with that. Well, his wrestling yeah, contract expired, right? Do what? His wrestling contract expired, right? Well, you, uh, MMA, I mean, with Brock, Le Brock Lesnar's a pretty good pro wrestler, but, you know, with MMA, it's a little bit different, you know? I'm saying he doesn't have anything blocking him from going back. I think he's less than kind of fired. I don't see him. I don't see him ever really going back to UFC. I don't even like he was. They were, there was even talks about him going to AEW, and I don't see that ever happening. I don't either. I mean, he's taking everybody else. Well, Jim Cornette even made uh, jokes about it the other day. I watched that. It's like he's like, well, who? Who is Brock Lesnar going to go against in AEW? 
and one of that, I was thinking with his uh, partner was saying that, well, you can always put him against little Marco Stunt. <laughs> oh, so. right. Put him up against, uh, I would think, like, he could probably go with Miro. He could probably go with, uh, the heck is Omega. That would be a good run match. match. Yeah, it would. I think I think him and Jericho don't get along, or maybe that's Jericho and Goldberg. I don't, I don't remember who it was. Uh, I think Jericho and Brock Lesnar actually got into it a while back too. Yeah. Jericho just don't like a lot of people. Nope, that's for sure. So, uh, well, another thing comes back to the UFC. The heavyweight, the UFC paid me a once, once first, first damage against them. So. We'll see who if if he does resign with you if he does resign with UFC or resign. I don't think he'll be fit a man. Uh, too much money to be made there. Yep. Yeah. Easy money. He can make the money in UFC too, but it's obviously easier money in, in the other one. WWE. Yeah, it's easier money in wrestling because. That way, he won't be, like, he won't have to strain or anything. So. Devil time to send a munchkin for a second. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to. New. Working with me, I see what you're doing. Yep. As the playoffs. As the playoff sign falls. I was going to mention that sign earlier. I like that. You put it directly behind you today. It was covered up in 2019. All you saw was playoffs, so that bad juju from last week was gone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I could always I take a permanent marker to it, too, and write 2020. But anyway. I think that means that we're segueing into football because you just took the hockey heavy break. <laughs> well, I just fell down, so I just couldn't get it back up there. But anyway. Yeah. Um, you want to go to the wrestling now, since we were mainly talking about wrestling anyways. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, on Raw, uh, Cedric Alexander turned heel, turned on Ricochet and Apollo Crews. He joined the MVPs group, the Philippian Shelton Benjamin. So I'm guessing they're trying to make, uh, Little nation of domination thing. I'm not for sure. Nation Redux. Yeah. <laughs> you know, since it's about this Black Lives Matter and stuff, so mm-hmm. they got to do something, I guess. I'm yeah. not for sure. But anyway. Oh, I didn't sell it. If, if, yeah. if that's what you're trying to sell, I would. I, I mean, I think he's an agent right now anyway. I would bring uh, Simmons in to kind of oversee or manage the group. That way he can do it all the way around. Yeah, I think there was something that was said about that, but, I mean, he was even brought in for something, but there was never no any talks of making another nation of domination thing, so. Who knows? So, well, well, I mean, we are talking about a 70-year-old man kind of a touch, right? So. Yeah. Oh, speaking of him, um, he didn't even, uh, 
read the script until late, until it was like already time for the law. Oh, wow. So we're going to rewrite? Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably because, I mean, he didn't read the script until, I think it was like right at, when it was like right at 8 o'clock on Monday. I don't know what it is. I can't get into Mondays. I don't know if it's that whole retribution gimmick or if it's that underground thing. I, I don't have a stomach for either one of them. Uh, I find myself only watching the blue brand. Uh, kind of tied into that whole play storyline. I want to see where that goes. But the, the redemption or retribution, whatever the name is, and then the underground, I, I don't get it. I mean, it's like, yeah. well, for, we're bringing back Girl for All. We're bringing back the nation of domination. It's, at least there's intriguing stories with talent doing talent things on the, the Friday show. Monday is just more like smoke and mirrors. That's yeah. my take on it. Yeah, I have to agree yeah, with you. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, NXT is back. I think NXT is actually going to move to Tuesday night. Smart. Permanently. Nice. Apparently, they go they go better than the ratings on a Apparently, that's smart. I mean, as out of touch as he is, you know, these McMahon learn something because even though he won that battle in the late 90s, early 2000s, if you don't yeah. have to be in that situation where you could possibly lose, better to be out. Yeah. Well. Triple H pretty much runs NXT. So I actually got. He's not I actually got a Chris, question from Christopher over here. Boy. Yeah. But anyway, is AEW better than NXT? I will probably say yes, it is. Yeah, I haven't really watched much NXT, but I've watched a lot of AEW. So I, I haven't really had... Well, I do like... Okay. I do like the tag team division. Yeah. Because they have some good matches. Looks like we're having technical issues again. I haven't watched much of either. Uh, I just... Whether it be the, the broadcasters that are involved and some of the... WCW days. I kind of like the wrestling going on there, but I get the feeling from what I hear because I don't watch the other show that it's a little edgier, newer stuff with NXT. So, I mean, I, I can't really say one or the other. I just like the old WCW feel. So, it looks like yeah, we're having technical uh, issues. Uh, are we again? Yep. Those hackers getting our sound again? Um. I don't know. It must be those Russian agents. It, it's the camera. It's the camera. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, my camera. I'm not seeing you move. No, it's because it's the camera for some reason. But anyway, as long as you can still hear me, that's the main thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what happened well, here? For you right now is a nice action shot. That's like paper for your page right there. It's you just kind of 
broadcasting with the flag in front of you? Yeah. Probably don't fit a page. <laughs> Screenshot that, cut it up and put it on the, on the thing. I should. Yeah. I hear you I see you perfect. Am, am I moving on your screen, Christopher? So, apparently nothing's going on. It's just my end of it, our end of it. But anyway, pick up where you... Instead of my computer cam. Better view. Got another cr question here from Christopher. Okay. I'm popping up on your screen. Oh, no. uh, yeah. Un unfortunately. I know Chris likes to make me mad. Yeah, he does. He likes to put me right on the spot, too. I don't like that. Or Demon Finn ba better. Or Demon Finn? Yeah. Well, all I'm saying is the Adam Cole or MJF better. Yeah, and then he put there. Demon Finn underneath. Oh, Adam. See, there's the other. Uh... Well, I was, I've always liked, I've, I've kind of always liked the, the Demon Finn Balor. I've seen I mean, I first started seeing him in New Japan, so, and I thought it was pretty cool back then, so. Yeah, I like, I like the Demon Finn. Well, I do like Finn Balor right now, because he's got that edge to him. So. Yeah, he does. So you got any more exciting news? Well, uh, Paul, Paul Heyman is back in creative on SmackDown. Oh wow! Yeah, where he's working with Roman, I guess he's. I guess he's doing mo mainly everything involving Roman. So, so I missed. I missed his answer. Who is better? Did you Did you like Michael Cole better or Michael J. Fox? Is that, is I, that the I, question? Yeah. Apparently, what? apparently what? he's. Hold on. Fox? Apparently it was just no, just Adam or so. Chris, put a different spin on it. 
Chris likes to add stuff. We we love you here, Chris. Chris, I think he was talking about either Adam Cole or MJF from all, uh, AEW. Yeah, that's. Oh, I, a, I, just, I turned it to Michael Cole versus Michael J. Fox. Just <laughs> <laughs> I was ripping you, Chris. No big deal. I can't really choose between them two because they're both good talkers and everything. Yeah. So. Can't really like the Colts at this point. So, um, well, you heard the uh, the iconics on Raw. They broke up. Oh wow! I didn't hear that yet. Yeah, uh, Peyton Royce is supposed to be getting a singles push, and Billy Kay is supposed to be going away, pretty much. Wow. Like Alistair Black, like Alistair Black's finisher, she'll fade to black. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. I had to throw that in. Yeah, of course. Um. Well, on uh, Dynamite last night, um, uh, guess who? Uh, so Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford are getting married, and uh, apparently. Uh, Kip Sabian said that on uh, on Saturday that he would have his best man on uh, Wednesday. Well, his best man turned out to be uh, former uh, the guy formerly known as Rusev Miro. But you can't say that. Dude, I said formerly known. So yeah, formerly. <laughs> Try not to get screwed over here. <laughs> But anyway, <laughs> got it. But yeah, what? I said getting confused over here, aren't we? Yeah, I was ripping hydro now. Keep going with the story. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, now the uh, AEW is all out. Pay per view was actually pretty good. Yeah, I didn't see that one. Yeah, you should have, uh, should have watched it. I don't know how to watch it for free. That's the thing. Oh. Well, I, I watch it for free. Be quiet. So. <laughs> uh. Yeah, but the John, uh, the best match on there was that I think that was the women's match between um, Akaru Shida, the AEW Women's Champion, against uh, the NWA Women's Champion uh, Thunder Rosa. That was probably the best match on the card. I actually expected the tag team title match between FTR and you know Hangman Page and Kenny Omega to be good, but that kind of that, that was kind of a down. Yeah. After 30 years, that NWA name is still sticking around. Mm-hmm. It is. Well, with the NWA not really running any shows, I mean, I'd say that uh, some of those wrestlers have to get paid somehow, so... Yeah. Yep. They got to. I mean, there's 
there's still a lot of promotions still not really running shows or anything because of this. As we got a question, question from Justin. Of course. He shouldn't have asked me that. He shouldn't have asked me. Justin shouldn't have asked me that. And then he has another question after you answered that one. Okay. Um, who's better, Okada or Mox? I'm going to say probably Okada since he's got more five-star matches than Moxley does. Yeah. And then there's the other. So don't ask me. I'm just relying on to you. Hydro's the water right now. Yeah. This is what they do to them. So, that's them. Them too. I'm, I'm coming. I, I'm going to come after them. Because uh, they always have to put me on the spot like that. Yep. You, you can't, forgot, uh, that's what I kept Cash suspended for saying he was going to come after the Yankees. You can't say coming after them. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't want to say that then. I'll try and think of something else. I'll just go to their place then. There you go. And didn't that oh lordy here's another one on that subject oh, no. this is what they do undisputed error or bullet coat yeah, yeah I'm going uh, to go bullet club on that one because Hydra in the last minute has come from ice to water to now Aries you're airing them out right now yeah I yeah. know that's what they do they air them out Sometimes. Not every time, but... Anyway... They figure out... They figure that I'm on, the, on camera and they're not, and that's why they gotta just, like, try to do that to me. Yep. Let's ask him a question that he's gotta answer by comment. There, there you go. Oh, no. That, that would work. Make it, like, trivial... Trivia Wednesdays. Alright. Yeah. Who's the one that asked the last wrestling question? Christopher. Uh, Chris okay. did. Alright, Christopher, I got one for you. Who is the better entertainer in the pay per view? Pete Rose or the gobbledygooker? Uh, let's see if we. Christopher said we gotta keep him on his toes. I just did. That was a he was talking about Hyder over here. Oh, yeah. But, there you go, Christopher. Answer that trivia question. He's not probably going to answer, is he? He ain't answered yet, so... But anyway, I'll pop it up on the screen if he does. Christopher ran away like the most halfway through the season. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway... To, to segue to the and we got three big stars out now Colin Point and Stamkos you don't see us crying about the injuries that we've had unlike some baseball teams but that's the whole other thing back yeah. to the question there, there, there we go Pete Rose was the gawker no way no way was Pete we need intel from that is that more internet fake news I don't know could be 
gonna have to research that now. <laughs> but but anyway, let's get back here to the wrestling. <laughs> Pete, Pete really uh, just going to the house. I can't believe Google was the best of the balance. Alright, let's try it one more time. <laughs>
Oh, he's got a list. That's also true. Yeah, I got, got Chris Jericho's kind of list, though. Yeah. He just don't want to show his list on the uh, camera. Yeah, I really do not. <laughs> <laughs> it probably looks like my mess over here. I got papers falling out and... I don't know how you guys are doing. Well, here's mm -hmm. what I got down. Hold on a minute. I'll actually show you. Look. See? Like, I just got it written down right in order. Yep. So. Not too bad. Yep. Oh, lordy. Now, I've actually had it. Uh-oh. Oh, uh -oh. God. Uh, I find that quite extremely sexist. <laughs> Or you have no uh, comment on that one. Oh gosh. Uh, well, AEW's women's division is actually getting pretty good. I mean, uh, I still like the women in NXT. But he, he don't have no favorite. Put it that way. Do what? I said, you don't have no favor. Put it that way. <laughs> well, the AEW Women's Division is better than Raw and SmackDown. I mean... Yeah. They're doing better work. Oh, yeah. That's for <laughs> sure. There's a lot of talent. Bailey, Sasha, you get Alexa back in there, whichever way she's going at this point. Uh, obviously, they're, they're high on Peyton for some reason. But let's, let's flip the script again on Christopher. Christopher, Bula or Mae Young? <laughs> and you got to flip the script on Justin, too. Oh, we got Justin. Justin trying to tell us that Pete Rose was the gobbledygooker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that was... I think that was Christopher. No, that was Chris that you did that. Yeah, that was Chris that said that. Alright, sorry Chris, I'm not picking on you. We just they're like all picking on Hydro. They're all picking on Hydro. We gotta fight back. Maybe maybe you need to start when you come on here, start asking trivia questions to them. Yeah. Might just have to do that. Um, we'll actually do those on Saturday show. Um, yeah, we can, that's right. It's closer to that. that what? You picked the Chiefs, I picked the Yankees, right? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the Yankees aren't playing football. <laughs> they have to win the next game. We'll see. Texans are up ahead. Hydro, you got to... You're not a football guy. I somewhat am, but I don't really pay attention to it too much. So. Nah, uh, he he had to listen to me when I was watching my Buccaneers play. Yeah, I had to listen to him like argue with the video game too. So, speaking of which, can we should we take the the Super Bowl championship away from Chiefs? 
I mean, if we're going to deem Washington Redskins defensive and now they're just Washington football team, how do you give a Super Bowl championship to a guy with an arrow on his hand? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But everything's racist.